Cuphead and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here on a Monday. I hope you're all doing well. So far, so good. Game was canceled this week, so I've got an extra week to work on it. Just things came up, people got busy, weather, all that kind of good stuff. I was thinking more about the groups thing as far as organizations go. Now we should probably come up with some stuff for them to do. I would suggest taking your notes that you've already done, the organization and how they're organized and well, the things I've been talking the last two episodes. And now you figure out what kind of adventures you can use them with. Well, there's the obvious stuff. They can be in, involved in a lot of different nefarious activities or farious that that may do do good, may do bad. Well, what I mean is, how do you start with them? How do you if you've got a new organization? How do you the intro? What I'm saying. How do you introduce them to the characters? I would start small. Now, if you're doing... It it also depends on what genre you're using them in. Like in a supers game, you can start them out big with a bank heist or something like that. Or a, a threat for a, a bombing threat or, you know. And then this group is responsible. Or they're take, they've got the supervillains going there. And it, it, it can revert back to the onion thing. Okay, are these supervillains the main guys or is somebody... Pu- Somebody paying them off, pull their strings, all that kind of stuff. But anyway, but I like to start them small. They can start with small little little adventures like the mayor gets kidnapped in a town. And they come to find out, this is again pulling back the layers of the onion, they come to find out that the kidnappers are working for this other organization that they may or may not be part of. They may either be part of the cell masquerading as kidnap, just regular kidnappers, or they could be a group that they just the the organization just paid off to do this, etc., etc., etc. That's a small way to start. Just start getting start getting the organization's hooks into the 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 world, the story, and also. Mind the characters' backstories, the player characters' backstories. Look at them. Look at their sheets. Look at what they're about. And and just try and figure out where can I where can I work these organizations in there. Maybe they're maybe they owe this one guy money who happens to work for them. Maybe they have a relative who's part of the organization that they don't really like or they do like or they're worried about maybe one of their loved ones got inadvertently involved with them. I'm thinking of, now I'm I'm thinking mainly of evil organizations, but any organization. I remember back in the 60s, the show The Man from UNCLE. Every week they would have another mission because it was a spy show, a la James Bond, things like that. But they always had a third person. Napoleon Solo and Ilya Kuryakin always had a third person with them who would sort of inadvertently get mixed up with whatever mission they were on, whatever case they were on. It's almost they were trying to pull a Hitchcock, the innocent man thrust into 
something where he has to prove himself innocent or whatever. But it'd be always somebody who, like just a regular Joe or regular Jane, usually, I think it was usually female, I'm not sure, but they'd get involved with the spy ring and between between you know, uncle and their their foes and they would have to help them out through that that's a good hook right there uh if the player characters just sort of stumble upon this ongoing fight between these two organizations like say they're trying to figure out who took their whatever MacGuffin they were supposed to get. And it turns out that the guy working at the bar at the piano is actually a Harper agent. And he's tracking the same. They could also do stuff like they have organizations that are working in parallel to what the PCs do. And eventually they'll cross over and maybe help each other, may not, may say, stay out of my way, may say, okay, what do you, what kind of information you got? The classic one to me is for a few dollars more. Again, spaghetti westerns. You see two gunslingers going after the same objective. And so they either decide to work together or just bounce off each other. Like one gets part of it solved, like kidnapping the bad guy. Another one gets another part solved, infiltrating the group, whatever. So you have that. All this is good Good, good drama. It works for spy stuff, too, that way. And this is how you ingratiate yourselves into the PC's world, or rather the world, and the PC's into the world. It also shows you how to establish a group now that you know of. The Now, every time something happens, not every time something happens, but every time they have an adventure... And at least one person in that group, I know one person will go, huh, is the bald eye behind this? Let's find out. Let's research it. And it's just, it's just a great, a great way to like make them insidious. Like in Marvel, you know, you can't swing a dead cat without hitting a Hydra agent, a covert Hydra agent, somebody working for Hydra, a stoolie for Hydra, whatever. So there's that, too. I, I don't think it's a good idea to make your organization or organizations behind everything because it can't constantly be your hook into it. Even though Sherlock Holmes seems to think Moriarty was behind everything. But that was his little quirk. But I don't think as a game you should lean on that or rely on that organization so much. You also have, may have an organization war going on covertly behind the scenes that people have to take care of. Certain assassinations happen. Certain gold shipments get waylaid. This, that, and the other thing. And it's just like one agency sticking it to another agency. And it doesn't have to be just agency stuff. I mean, the mafia does stuff like this too. The police, the police and the mafia are constantly going at it. And so you've got to think about that too. That's why it's good to have an organization, not an organization. You don't have to like an organization tree. Here's the president. Here's the two. No, you have to do that. 
it's just you look at your notes about what their philosophy is, what their scope is, where they are in the world. That's very important. Which cells are what. And there's nothing to say you can't change this. And you should also keep the organization flexible enough so you can change things around if you have to. Okay, they took out these two cells in this city. Well, okay, let's see. Over here, this city has three cells. Let's move one cell over here to where they were and start some trouble over there. Organizations are constantly reinventing themselves. Not really reinventing, but constantly constantly moving resources in order to keep the organization alive and to just keep it lively. You know, without people, you don't have an organization. And they know this, or most of them should know this. There are some organizations, they just fall apart. You know, you get those guys with the fanatical guy who wants to take over the world, and, you know, he hasn't really thought this out. And at the end, the heroes are just standing there with him at their feet, kind of like Loki at the end of the first Avengers movie, (laughs) all the Avengers standing over him, that kind of thing. It just, plans don't work out, and... And because they hadn't thought it through. Practical villains will think things through. Practical organizations will think things through. So you have that. Anyway. Take it, use it, love it. And I'm going to go start my day. So if you want to talk to me about this or anything else, you can drop me an email over at oldmangrognar at gmail.com. Try that again. Oldmangrognar at gmail.com. Or you can drop me a voicemail at Anchor. I am monetized now, so as little as 99 cents a month, you can help support this program, and I would thank you for it. And once again, a shout-out goes to Jonathan, Sergey, Wendell Jessen, and Oliver Shrek. You guys are golden. Thank you very much. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. <laughs>